0: My phone because I'm going to keep it right here Because we are live are you talking to someone? I'm talking to the camera Because we're on
1: But it's listening to you are Yes you giving, Are you giving it directions? Yes Wow <laughs> I thought that was that's a, Wow Artificial <laughs> intelligence Man Isn't
0: it wonderful? <laughs> Isn't it great? You know You know what? I'm going to close the door But we'll be I'll be right back The person that you're looking at sitting opposite of me is the one and only Jim Rawlings. He is representing today the Sickle Cell Association of Connecticut. Of Connecticut. Right, Southern Connecticut. Of Southern Connecticut. And he's going to talk to us about the upcoming walk. Got a very busy, busy Saturday in New Haven mm. this coming weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the events that we have upcoming is the Sickle Cell Walk. That's so, tell us exactly when it begins, mm-hmm.
1: and then we'll go into the history of it. Okay, uh, the Sickle Cell Walk um, is September the 16th. Starts at 8 o'clock, Ishwak Park. And uh, we need everyone from the great New community, as a matter of fact, some, some to Connecticut, because we're responsible from the London, Connecticut, up through Greenwich, Connecticut. That's the, wow, I didn't, yeah. That's the, the span that's the span of our responsibilities. Okay. And it's quite challenging. But the uh, Sickle so Walk is our major fundraiser. And um, it's so important that uh, most people in Great New Haven community have some skin in the game with sickle cell disease, yeah, directly or indirectly. And we have been pushing um, aggressively to rebuild the infrastructure for the sickle cell awareness, mm-hmm. treatment, and many of the other challenges that uh, reside within the sickle cell community, not only regionally, at the state level, nationally. Mm-hmm. You would have no understanding or appreciation, and I do now, of why, why sickle cell has not advanced in the last 60 to 70 years' whereas Other diseases have had millions and billions of dollars of investment, and relatively speaking, nothing has been invested in the sickle so, cell
0: disease. So why is that with sickle cell? What, what makes the difference? Why isn't it as sexy as cancer or, or brain
1: tumors? or I, Exactly. And it goes back to um, some of the feelings of our society. Sickle cell disease uh, in America is probably about 85% Mm -hmm. African-American. Socioeconomically, African-Americans don't do well in America. So corporate America, in terms of research and development, has seen no monetary return on their investment, so therefore, African Americans with sickle cell disease. Um, right now, we live to forty-five. Twenty years ago, we lived to twenty. And there's no resolve to really bring about parity and equality within the healthcare system. Uh-huh. As long as you have sickle cell disease sitting there, um, and the kind of morbidity, and mortality that goes to our community with this, this particular disease. Well, let me let
0: me go back a little bit and ask the question so there's been no real money made when it comes to research and trying to cure this disease because there's always the argument that big pharma Mm -hmm. will not go after a disease that they don't see themselves profiting from.
1: Exactly. So is sickle cell one of those? It is. We have in town a a, um, big pharma, let's get ready to leave, called Alexion. Yeah. Um, They're about three blocks away from from our office. We invited them to, or one of their their board members or one of their uh, administrators to be on our board. Um, And they told us that um, they saw it as a conflict of interest. Now we're about a $150,000 organization. They're about a $1.5 billion organization. Uh, The FDA and NIH recently, matter of fact, last year, uh, categorize sickle cell disease as a rare disease. What well, that means when you're categorized as a rare disease you get preferential treatment being fast-tracked through research and development. Mm-hmm. You make a lot of money because it normally costs $500 million to move a drug through research and development. Right, right. Uh, so if you can, if they're going to help you and help you fast-track that, you can lose a third of that. take the savings. And then at the same time you can take that uh, and um, uh, make revenue off it because new drugs on the market, the first thing they do is they, they try within the first five years to recoup that $500 million, mm-hmm. but within the, the sickle cell community, you can see that since it's basically uh, individuals who are socioeconomically challenged, a great deal of Medicaid, um, and a great deal of no pay, um, and I've spoken to Pharma, mm-hmm. because that's my other world, mm-hmm. and I've talked to a lot of major corporations and brothers who look like us who are selling those corporations. To tell the story. Uh, it's hard to hard to bring these things to the board mode when the first thing they do is an ROI. It's not about healthcare, it's about the ROI. And what is ROI? Return on investment. But that's no reason why we not our organization will, will stand still. So we are doing some exciting things. And the one of the the shame of what we're doing and that I'm coming across is that I have a pretty good what medical advisory committee. Uh-huh. Some of the best clinical people in the area. Um, and they do some of the research work for us more. In fact, they do all the research work. Mm-hmm. And we're doing three things that have not been done in the United States. Which are? One is um, we have the first sickle cell community center. It'll open up in a year now in the entire Northeast. Mm-hmm. Most community centers are, are linkages of hospitals. They control them for a reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But this is community controlled and it's going to be about awareness and protecting and educating our community about sickle cell disease beyond the fact that an academic medical center wants sickle cell patients in their hub for different reasons research and yeah. and, and how they feed themselves yeah. we are working right now on the first home infusion program in the United States now other diseases and, and individuals and across America Based on uh, the the ideology of different diseases that have home infusion, why is it that when we look out there and no one has done anything on home infusion for African Americans, i.e. sickle cell disease? We're only 120,000. We're not Atlanta, We're not San Francisco, We're not Chicago. It's it just overwhelming the fact that when someone comes back and say, "No one else has done this," yet, and it goes back. To, it's amazing, it's amazing It goes back to the earlier point. Why not? and we're doing the first tutoring program uh, many of the children with sickle cell disease uh, mm-hmm. are in the hospitals four or five on average times a year that's on average some more up, up to 12 times a year mm. so they normally fall behind in school now you know because you're close to the system you have to be out of school 30 days before you get tutoring but nothing has been done so these kids fall behind academically so we're doing a tutoring program now we, we got MOAs with all the contiguous um, universities. Mm-hmm. And that's
0: Memorandum it. of Understanding. Memorandum
1: of Understanding, I'm sorry, that's my world. <laughs> uh, and we're doing a tutoring program. Uh-huh. And we've gotten some, uh, a lot of support from Yale University because we want it to be 22nd century. Yes. Not 21st century. Uh, the, the building itself will be a learning building where everything, every platform you touch, you, you have an experience. So not only will it be a, it's not going to be a building. It's going to be a kind of a, a, a continuum of education.
0: Okay. And it's
1: not only going to be for sickle cell. We want to make sure that the entire community understands sickle cell disease. Most individuals in New Haven don't even know that they may have the disease. or more importantly, that they have to the treat. Talk
0: about what the disease is. In case by now people haven't heard, because I've been hearing about sickle cell for about 30, 45 years, close to it. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm just 45. So. Yeah, yeah. She right. so was 10 when she started. That's
1: right. You know, uh, a sickle cell disease is what's called a hemopoietic disease. That means it, it, it's involved in cellular activity, blood cells in particular. Mm-hmm. And it comes out of the uh, uh, transformation and the resistance the body has built to malaria. So the sickling actually protects you from malaria. And the sickle cell center of the world is really Nigeria. mm mm-hmm. um, And I'll talk about Nigeria, which is equally shameful. Um, But one in 10 African-Americans in the United States has sickle cell trait. There aren't any programs uh, that um, um, look at sickle cell trait awareness and prevention. Can you be tested for the trait? You can be tested. Uh, We as a community are not aware of the fact that we may have the trait. That's why babies are born every year. Uh, like young, two young people get married, neither of them know they have to trait, and then there's a surprise. We are doing something now with the Department of Health in the city of New Haven, which we will move across the entire, all of Connecticut and, mm-hmm. and beyond that, because everything we do, we're going to publish. Um, it's shameful, the fact that Little New Haven has to publish something, so that mega markets will have to, you know, look at the model that they should have been doing, you know, the Meharis of the World X right. how we should have been doing these right. things. Uh, so it's very exciting those kinds of programs that we're involved in. Um, but the idea that they're the first, the idea that, for example, going back to Lexion, generically speaking, mm-hmm. don't invest in sickle cell disease, and they, most drug companies and academic medical centers, as we know, sit in urban areas.
0: Right. So it's, it's hard to believe or imagine that they would have no interest whatsoever in trying to work with this, because it is a rare disease.
1: Yeah, it's a rare disease, by definition now. Uh, the U.S. government, uh, you know, interesting enough, it was approved this year, but it was put in by Obama. Mm. So prior to that, we didn't have anyone advocating at that level of pushing it through. There's a lot of things that, that were in the pipeline that he put in well, place. I guess the question remains then is it going to stay in place
0: now that we have an administration that is dead set on removing a lot of the things the former president did. Well, That's up to us.
1: You know, I don't and and I know you don't from your history, you don't back down. Uh, This is about life and death in our communities. And that circles back to why the walk is so important. Uh, We don't take, we don't support our own programs. If they don't want to support our programs, what are we going to do? Say they right. don't support them, so we're going to walk away. So that's why the walk is so important. It's our major fundraiser. Most of our dollars stay in our community because most of the people in our, in our in organization are from our community. It isn't that they're coming. The, the dollars are leaving immediately going someplace else. Right. Right. They're uh, here. So we are, we are very excited about the things going on. The New Haven Fire Department, i.e. the Firebirds, uh, this is the fourth year. It's the first fire department in the east that does a boot drive for sickle cell. Wow. New Haven again. And today is one of the days, two days this year, today and tomorrow we're doing a boot drive along the streets getting money for sickle cell. It used to be muscular dystrophy. Right. And so we fought and we fought and firebirds led by Gary Tenney and Billy Augustine and others who were fighting and fighting. And that's something now that Other cities are looking at. Bridgeport did it for the first time this year.
0: So, what does it take to get our community, because there was a time in our community when sickle cell was very important to us and we worked hard to get it noted, Mm -hmm. to push it to the forefront for folks to get tested. I remember distinctly, having a very long conversation when I was in high school as part of a bunch of students that went before Hamden's Board of Ed and said, we want sickle cell testing. And it took us three to six months, but it happened. So that's been eons ago. So why have we dropped
1: back, you think? Well, uh, you know, the history is interesting uh, because if you look at what happened in recent election, Mm -hmm. you can see it coming over time. America's swelling up around advancement and, and, and diversity. Uh, and the same thing holds true because the, the, the sickle cell's uh, visual, visualization was at its highest height when the Panthers got engaged. Mm. Um, and matter of fact, we have been able to capture all those artifacts that we're going to have in the house. Wow. So, it, you know, so this house will actually show the history of sickle cell disease from different from different optics. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a, and that's as I mentioned, learning, but that's a point you raise about the history and the fact that you know it hasn't been. Sometimes we we blame ourselves why things haven't advanced because we go to a battle with a slingshot mm-hmm. up against a system that has cannons, mm-hmm. and then we say we haven't done anything. Well, we've learned uh, that uh, in terms of our organization and in terms of our our medical advisory committee, the right people at the table with skill sets so that we can, in fact, fight for the resources we need for our community. Not passion, skill set. Mm. How do you raise money? How do you write grants? How do you do the kinds of things? Because we're fighting for the same dollars through philanthropic organizations, but if you don't have the skill sets... And you don't write something correctly in memorandums and all those kinds of things. You don't position yourself. You're not a certain. We, that's what we've been, do- we've been doing. We may even host, we thinking about hosting, not a Connecticut a Sick and Conference. We thinking about ho- hosting a New England Sick Slug Conference.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That and makes it, sense. Boston's asking our organization, how are we doing the things we're doing? Providence is asking our organization, how are we doing the things we're doing? I can imagine what happens once we get our papers published from some of the programs we're doing, others coming in. Mm-hmm. But um, we have to think like that. Uh, we have to be bold. Um, we, and then we have to you know, work with those that can help us fund, fund that. The money, the money is there. It's not an issue.
0: Right. And the money that
1: we need is, is not even consequential to, to farmer. Not even consequential. Uh, so we have a, a, this vision. Um, and we are going to, um, uh, I'm so proud of my my medical advisory committee, the way it's come together. Uh, other groups, medical groups look at, look at how it's pulled together and mm-hmm. say, you know, there's no weakness there. And they love weaknesses. You know, they can prove, so, okay.
0: Yeah, well,
1: you got a gap here. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you going to do about this? Yeah. But
0: we've got all this, no, 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 this here. So talk about the walk.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. Fourth year? No. This is the 26th year.
0: This is the 26th
1: year? 26th year of our annual walk.
0: Wow. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I thought maybe because it was in conjunction with what the Firebirds are doing that I thought
1: four years. 26 years.
0: 26 years? We get
1: up to 500 walkers um, and we get great gifts from the hospital and we do a lot of different things from major major um, supporters like the uh, the Pequots this year gave us a great we, Good. Do a, we do a big raffle yeah of consequence so what's the big gift this year can you tell us well the big gift this year in a raffle is two nights open-ended at, at the uh, at, um, uh, one of the hotels in, under Foxwoods nice and, and it's not limited to weekdays oh because, you know, on the weekends, you can't get into Foxwood. Right. That's $200 a night. Right. Or $500. So, they get right. two nights back-to-back deluxe week. hmm $100 gift certificate for food. You know? So, a $25 raffle ticket. The ratio is forty because it's $1,000 in, in in just in, in, a weekend at at, at Foxwoods. We have those kinds. of We had big screen TVs. hmm um, I was interesting, I uh uh, I sometimes I go. Uh, there's an Amity Wine Store on here someplace across uh, from Stop and Shop. Yeah. And I asked them for a gift a gift a while ago, and I finally picked the gift up recently. And it was a basket a basket of wine and a couple of glasses. hmm So I went online. I looked at it, and it came up like fourteen dollars ninety five cents, and I was madder than heck. And then I so one of my friends uh, he said and I said uh, I don't understand this. Because I was getting ready to put on my NWCP hat.
0: Right, I was, right.
1: I was going that way. Right. And then so one of my friends said, "We'll go buy this wine store. And it was a gift basket with $150. I thought it was for dollars 95 because I didn't know how to search up wines. Ah, uh, you know? <laughs> okay. But it's those kinds of things. But it's really that day. We got step shows. Yes. Step shows will be in place. Um... We have a lot of uh, giveaways from CBS because you know that's my old my, yeah. my old family. Yeah. Uh, and um, it's going to be an exciting day. Most of the walking. Weather's going to be nice. Weather's going to be nice. The theme this year is bed uh, umbrellas, so asking individuals to walk up to, to walk with umbrellas. Can you imagine that picture? Yeah.
0: Can
1: you imagine that that's picture? That's
0: a real visual.
1: Real picture. And so, Jenna Nelson and who Jenna Nelson, If you don't know, she lives in Texas, but she's a coach. Here. She's, she has so much passion for it. Mm-hmm. And Willie Newborn from Willie Sees Barber is the other co-chair. Okay. You know, so we keep building our infrastructure. Uh, but this is our major fundraiser. And we really need the community, whether or not you can walk or go online, donate, because this is your community. This is, unfortunately, this is our disease. Even though it's one in 10 uh, mm-hmm. on, on the trade side, on Hispanics it's one in 30, you know, members of our board are multiracial. Yeah. Um, there's about 100,000 or more sickle cell individuals in the United States, but it's an undercount. Because, and what about in Connecticut? Uh, you know, you asked me a question that I didn't research. <laughs> that I don't have as part of my you little script. You should know. I, you should I, should I, know. Sh- I should know that. You should know. I do know that. But it's not tip of tongue. But let me tell you something that we also started to launch a couple of years ago if we haven't been able to do. Mm-hmm. A sickle cell disease in the United States is 100,000 plus or minus 25%. Because if you don't have symptoms, you don't, because it's such a stigma, you don't yeah. announce it. Yeah. And you never see those individuals, you know, because of, because of the stigma. It's so heavy within our community. In addition to the Europeans stigmatize it because when you walk through the emergency room, they think you're drug seeking. Because the only thing you do with sickle cell disease as a, as a treatment is, is, is palliative care, which means drugs medications not medications to cure Medications just to adjust the pain hmm so over time it's stronger and stronger and stronger and so individuals become incapacitated relative to work that's why the home infusion is so important if we can keep patients individuals out of hospitals do a home infusion in the morning they don't have to okay so define home infusion
0: okay give us give us Tell us what it is, and then tell us what that would look like.
1: Okay. Home infusion, most patients would go in what's called crisis, and crisis is the pain. When that normal cell is circular, it becomes a sickle cell. Trying to get through the bloodstream, and it blocks, it becomes excruciating. Not only get it can, can it get into the bloodstream, it can get into the lungs. Mm. It can get into the liver. It can get into the kidneys. It can get into your heart. Any organ is, is um, uh, yeah, it's, it's sub- subject to that sickle cell in that cluster building up. And it's painful if it's not in an area where it's, where it's going to be detrimental. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the pain is excruciating. So what with the infusion is really, if you can get hydrated, hydrated means simply putting uh, either saline in, in a lot of water or sugar in water. It's called hydration. Mm-hmm. And it gives you volume again so the cells can move, and along with that um, there is um, pain management, Well, whatever pain medication you're on, mm-hmm. it's all infused, and it can take a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Most patients know their, their bodies and they know how, when they're going, going into crisis. But they don't want to, they, they stay home, they stay home because they don't want to go through the process of going through an acute care facility, being stigmatized, knowing that once they get in, they're going to be there for a while. Right. Not to mention most hospitals are dirty by, by that means in terms of bacteria. Right. So that's why this home infusion program is so important, you know, bring about to change the quality of life of individuals. So it's actually going to someone's house. Actually going to someone's house. We're actually going to subcontract... So are they going to be able to go to the center
0: and have that done? Or what's what, uh, what you're opening in another year?
1: Oh, no. We're not going to be clinical. No, we're okay. just building relationships. Okay. At least right now we're not going to be clinical. Okay. The idea is, you know, there's enough capacity around here. The VNA does this for everyone else who gets uh, home infusion. Yeah. Add it to the list.
0: Yeah.
1: Why, and, I, and I'm still trying to figure out why it has not been done before. Same thing with the prevention program sitting in the, in the health department. What we do right now is that we have these questionnaires that we, every page, everyone who goes to the, um, the health department in uh-huh. the, for a marriage license, what we've done with the um, Dr. Kennedy, who's the medical, medical director, is everyone that comes in and they want to get a marriage license or whatever it is, they fill out this survey. Mm-hmm. And we gave them 250 surveys a couple of, about four, three to four weeks ago. They're all done. I have to order more, and so we have a Yale student who's going to lay all the, this out in the spreadsheet, but if we have two individuals for the first time, because normally in our community, we don't talk about sickle cell disease, going back to your point, so they're both carrying a treat, they haven't spoke to each other about that, This hasn't been an issue. Now they, they may have a child with sickle cell disease, because two treats, male and female, mm. brings about the possibility of having the disease, it's the first time in the country and so as we get through this we figure it out and you know we're it out, and we get the data it's going to tell us a lot a lot of awareness mm-hmm. um individuals will be asked they'll say yes we want to be tested and then we're going to do genetic counseling it's the same thing with Down, Down syndrome yeah, yeah. You know, you or know. any other genetic I, exactly so we put up all that in place okay. but again the first time in the country and it, it's just amazing uh, the house Not not acute care controlled, the tutoring, nothing published, anyone has done that. I mean, even in New Haven, it didn't raise.
0: Yeah.
1: It wasn't raised to a level of visibility. So Dr. Uh, Jeffrey Frazier, who, you know, from the school system, Mm -hmm. she's on our board and she's chairing that. She has such passion. For all these years, she's seen these kids. And she's, I can't believe, uh, because now she sees it firsthand, but she's already seen these kids. So she's coming at it, you know. With nothing but passion. Plus, she's automatic, she automatically has all the skill sets. And, and, and who is not going to listen to
0: Dr. <laughs> Frazier? I tell you, boy, those women of that era that were principals, you still kind of stop and say hello
1: well, yes. <laughs> as adults. So who is not going to listen to Dr. Jeffrey Frazier? Oh, God, and she's just making the board go faster. Uh huh. She she went out and she volunteered because when we do the boot drive, we have to give each firehouse, uh, different things and banners and things of that nature so she went to all the firehouses and all I have on my, on my camera now is all these pictures with every firehouse. <laughs> I got them! I got them! You know Jeffrey. But it's exciting. Yeah. And But we are moving this um, this rock uphill. Uh-huh. Um, and this is another thing that we've done. Oh the other thing we're doing is so exciting. We're doing the first, uh, we're bringing the sick and cell community down to the African-American Museum in November the 4th. Oh, wow. Right? And um, we've gotten it underwritten. Uh, and we want to make sure through this vehicle here that everyone who is sick, sick of some disease who may not be aware of it, call our office. Mm-hmm. Um, we're taking everyone down to the uh, um, African-American Museum. Uh, it was hard getting the tickets for 50 because that's what the bus holds. And it's going to be an exciting day. Uh, and so it's been slow because we know our people, and they'll, they'll sign up in November of the first yes, yes know? yes but to have this be something that's happened and this goes back to the visibility and awareness yes and and having people come out of the outer shadows, right, you know, but more importantly, we have never been in a position to do the things that our community needs. We've never had a, a house. Mm -hmm. We've never been progressive. We haven't done anything around prevention. We haven't done anything around, you know, let's make sure you don't have to become hospitalized. You said before, 30, 40, 50 years. And so that's why, you know, it's nice to have these programs, but each of these programs requires our community to support our sickle cell disease issues. Mm -hmm. These families become devastated because you can't work.
0: Yeah. And and of course we all know you can't work you can't eat you know and so that's your focus because you got to keep a roof off over your head yes. as well you know
1: so and so it's um, sometimes patients come to us and they, we never had the resources before uh, to help bury a child or bury mm-hmm. someone it's on our watch and most African Americans have the ability to support right something what's more important than in our own community. These children did not choose a thing.
0: Right. This is not something that they (laughs) he decided they would live with. You know. So let me put this here. I'm gonna read it. What do people have to do to register? Do you have to stop by your office? They go read online. Okay. They go read online and the website's right there. Okay. That's Uh, www. C D A A Southern. The word Southern. Mm-hmm. C T dot org. Right. There's also a donate now.
1: It's on the same website. Okay.
0: That's where you go. All right. That's what, That's where you go. Um, it's September 16th. Mm-hmm. Registration begins at 8 a.m. And College Woods, in case you don't really know where it is, is just before. Depending on which way you come. If you're coming down Cold Spring Street, it's on your left-hand side. Mm-hmm. If you're coming down Mitchell Drive the other way, it's going to be directly across from Cross. That's
1: exactly right. There's no Cross. That's right there. It's
0: right there. It's just before or just after Cross. Which way you come? Orange Street, same thing.
1: I want to add one more thing that we're doing that I that I that's very important. Uh, we have launched over the last 12 months a capital campaign. Mm-hmm. And we're asking, and you know about this, we're asking all the sororities and fraternities and every organization who's in the game to commit over five years, certain dollar amount. That gives us the capacity we need. Uh, we have a skeleton uh, 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 staff. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned before, we cover from New London through Greenwich. Like Greenwich is less than And that
0: just surprises me because when I when I hear about the organization, mm-hmm. I am really focused on New Haven County. Right. But when you say Southern Connecticut, then it kind of gets really broad. Yes, it does. And it takes in a large population of people.
1: Bridgeport? Right. You know? Stanford, Norwalk. In London. And you know we we do we, we do fairly fairly well relatively speaking in Bridgeport, we're present because it's close. We don't have the bandwidth to get to London, the and they're saying they need help. And those families are going through the same things up here mm-hmm. in Stanford, and that's why the the capital campaign is so important. That organizations and individuals, because that gives us the infrastructure. Yeah, and we can do these programs on soft dollars, but I may not get that grant next year. So where is our community at? That was the saying, I will, or my organization will donate $500 for five straight years, or $1,000 for five straight years. And we have some, some donors who have given $5,000 for five straight years. That's on us. Yeah. And if we don't take care of it and make sure that we start to build this out, um, and then have the ability to make sure that people in the White House, when they come to battle, that we're ready. We can't go out there with a slingshot. Yeah. And then saying and saying we that um, they beat us. You know, I, I'm a ball player. You win the game before you get on the court.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I, I lived with a coach for a very long time. Uh, I yeah. know about that. And yeah. and a coach who was a winning coach, so I know about that.
1: And our and our and our, our webpage is also our first annual report. Now you don't normally see any report from our yeah. community. Yeah. I think yeah, this is right there. This is our first annual report. Okay. And it talks about all the things we're doing. You know, this is fairly expensive, but I wanna this out there in the community Very nice. for the funders to see mm-hmm. that this is an organization that's progressive.
0: Well, if somebody wants to donate to the capital campaign,
1: how do you do that? That's a separate process because you know, we sit down and we talk to them. But if they call the office So it's more stewardship. Yeah. Okay. You know, and it's but it's it's been so rewarding, uh, the number of organizations and fraternities and others uh, who have sat down and said, I understand, they've lost a child or they haven't lost a child, they got someone. Yeah. And all too often we go out to, to funerals, we sit there and we're and we, we, remorseful. And I always ask the question, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. After three or four days we go about our own business. We have to be about solving this problem, addressing it. We own it.
0: Well, have you gotten any feedback from churches, mm-hmm. from any other organizations besides the Masons, fraternities, sororities, yeah. and NAACP? Yeah, They're the ones.
1: grassroots organizations, yeah. well, if the, you will, the um, the uh, Reverend Newman's group. I don't know what that's called nowadays. Mm-hmm. you have newman's group. They they are the capital campaign. They were a couple of the big churches have signed on as part of the capital campaign. Right now, you know, our team is pretty um, slim. Mm-hmm. Uh and that's why with more infrastructure we can do things around development. The development is, is organizations with organizational capacity grow. Uh we have a staff person now, we're gonna hopefully do some grants we've got with them. Build that, we have to have a full-time grant writer. Mm-hmm. And because of some of the things we're doing, and I want to go back to the thing that we're doing that we're trying to do with Nigeria. Yes. It's important yes. to understand this. In, in America, there's hundred thousand sickle cell patients, plus or minus twenty percent, twenty-five percent. And one day I was sitting and doing something and the creator hit me on my shoulder. And he and he made me turn a page. And I don't know what I was reading, but in that page was Nigeria. And it was talking about sickle cell disease. And it said that 100,000 babies die every year in Nigeria. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Here we have 100,000 total across 50 states, every every age from from 0 to 1, you know, to 45. In Nigeria, every year, 100,000. And, I, and so I called up Gates uh, Foundation. Mm-hmm. I said, well, we want to do something in, in Nigeria, and, uh, forget the name of the, the community that we're going to do with, it's an NGO there. We already had a partnership. Because I thought I can use some of that, my foundation money, in Nigeria, where well, you can't. That money can't leave the country. So I called the Gates Foundation, and the lady who picked up the phone, we talked for a while, she was also s- sad that she had to say no because the Gates Foundation doesn't do anything about civil rights. And I called another major foundation, I'm trying to remember what it was. And here we're sitting here right now, we're the richest, by by any um, uh, definition, African-Americans in America are probably the fourth or fifth largest economic base. And we have 100,000 children who don't make it to five. So... That's, that's something we're trying to find funding for. We need $25,000 because they want us to come over. They don't they want us to drop What is something. your capital campaign's goal? Um, that goal is our infrastructure here. Okay. Because I thought I could raise money for it here through various foundations and you can't. I have to go to some kind of global fund that goes over the borders, you know, and after Clintons and those things. But again, it goes back to the fact that we don't have enough capacity in, inside. You know, we're trying to get grant writers, not just board members who do that, right. have the capacity so we can address the issue, you know, not just complain about it and say, right. woe is me and why, is, why isn't it happening. So what, you, you, you're you raising a million dollars? Oh, the capital campaign, that's a twenty fifty dollars Okay. Yep, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Okay. The walk is a $50,000 issue because yeah. we want to bring another person on board right away. Uh, but we have all these things going on at the same time, and again, we really can't speed up that the rate of growth unless we have infrastructure, and infrastructure comes from our community supporting what's going on with sickle cell, cell disease, what's going on, okay?
0: All right. Well, let's get this one in, folks. This is, you got to give me the acronyms again. Southern Connecticut Disease Disease Association
1: Association of America
0: of America Southern Connecticut Okay sickle cell disease association of America the Southern Connecticut branch branch right. All right 26th annual sickle cells disease walkathon run mm-hmm. 5k red umbrella They're going up East Rock <laughs> <laughs> And back down. Alright, that's this coming Saturday with registration taking place at 8 a.m. in East Rock Park, College Woods, which is 41 Coles Spring Street. That's New Haven, rain or shine, but it's going to be really nice Saturday. In fact, Saturday is supposed to be the best day of the weekend, so get out there. You can go online and register. You can donate now at www.scdaa Again, www.cdaa southernct.org. You can also call my friend Dolores Williams, 203 385 2253, or Mr. Billy. Mewborn mm-hmm. at 203-776-8631, okay? Please come out. I know there's a lot of things going on on Saturday, but we really need to support this. We really, truly need to pick the banner up and hoist it high for sickle cell, okay? We're dependent on you. Jim Rollins, Mr. Jim Rollins. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. Appreciate Thank your time and energy. Thank you for having
1: and us on and we're so pleased we have a Michelle. <laughs> we are so pleased. Michelle tries hard. We have, we have
0: gifts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. So please, this is last year's, well, this is, yeah, 2016's photo. I don't know if you can see everybody in it, but we are really looking forward to the 27th year. Yes. Are you having a ball this year?
1: No. We're actually in negotiations now with Howard University's Philharmonic Orchestra uh-huh. and we're trying to bring them up and they have some challenges sometimes because the Philharmonic Orchestra at Howard is the only one that's not funded. Okay. Uh, so they have a check up, they have a. They compete with the marching band. Mm-hmm. For funding. For funding and, and with players. Mm-hmm. Uh, so most of the individuals who go to Howard. Large scholarship for the marching band, and then he's the uh, the philharmonic orchestra. Then, when they're not you know in, involved in football or whatever mm-hmm. it is, he never knows how many plays he has. He's and,
0: going to have yeah. You know, and
1: so he has you know take fifty to sixty uh, players. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to bring there's only three black philharmonic orchestras in the United States, and we want we still wanted to bring Howard up because we want to ha- have our youth exposed to a philharmonic orchestra the mm-hmm. excellence people look like them, and that's why that's an important thing we're working on, it's, and it's hard work. You know, the, the people at Howard asked me to write a grant, and I'm saying, like, One of his favorite things
0: to do. I'll tell you that.
1: I know that. <laughs> oh, but if, if we can get that done, because that's another gift. Yeah. And it's so important. It's so important that our young people get full exposure. To that, yeah. The lack of exposure is is uh, it's like a cell. Yeah. In our community. In our community. So we're trying to get it done. So, uh, yeah.
0: All right, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. your time again, and don't forget this Saturday, East Rock, Cold Spring Street. You can register for the Sickle Cell Walk. Come on out. All
1: please, right. Please come out. Thank you again.
0: We're finished. We'll see you soon. <laughs>